Dungeoneers, and welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e podcast that strives endlessly to bring about world peace. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, I run the game, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel over here watching uh, Naruto when he should be listening. Oh, you better believe it. I'm going to be a Hokage someday. I, I get it. It's a line from the show, isn't it? I don't know. I've never actually watched it. Head and Leaf Village. D&D Jiu-Jitsu. Ching. <laughs> Best joke. <laughs> we also have Janelle over here. I think she is loading her dice. Stop that. No. I'm, I don't want to die this time. I'm trying to do something different. <laughs> hey, sometimes, <laughs> hey, sometimes fate happens. You can't deny fate. Yeah, Janelle, it's it's good to try new things, like not dying. Yeah, I'm trying. I didn't. Yeah, last episode I didn't go down. That's probably a new record. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good on you. Um, speaking of going down, last episode we also have Nate over here who is ready to dish out some words of wisdom for us. Telling you guys the secret to everything is good anime tastes. Naruto? We'll have to debate that later, Daniel. Oh, no. Our fan base, they're revolting. We'll talk later, Nate. You better believe it. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> the sad <We> disappointment <laughs> look drains from my face after that remark. Oh. We also have Joel over here, who I really haven't heard much from tonight yet. Nate, would you please tell Josh that we're still not on speaking terms? Hey, Josh, Joel said he loves you. And oh, well, that's he, uh, really sweet. Yes, said he needs some alone time. You know, he's, he's going to man up soon. He's going to blossom into a beautiful... Uh, Hokage one day. <laughs> Better believe it. Oh, no, God. stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I heard AJ over there. Um, yeah. AJ, I didn't think of an intro for you today. That's right, Josh. And just for five payments of nine ninety five, you yourself can get a set of fake doors, fake flowers, and a fake intro just like mine. Back to you, Josh. I think I could have thought of something better. Anyway. Oh, oh man. It's good to see all of you guys. How are you guys doing today? Good. Uh, less anxious, but still freaking out from what happened last time. I'm not dead, so I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, now it's Nate's turn. Nate, how does it feel to be the one dying? I don't know. Jasper's uh, heart rate seems to be still the same as it was before all this started. <laughs> oh, That's fair. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he has a point. That's fair. Yeah, Nate, uh, could you ask Joel what his opinion is? So, Joel, uh, how great am I? <laughs> You're pretty bad at relaying messages. <laughs> Joel, when were you on speaking terms with Josh? I'm not. Now I'm confused. I don't know what I did. And you know what? None of you guys might be on speaking terms with me after today's episode. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. I think we should launch right in. So quick recap. Once again, we ended last episode in the middle of a fight. After dealing with the cockatrice, our party of fearless and some would say stupid adventurers decided to go and investigate the windmill with the suspicious man. And upon arriving, you also met a man who claimed to be the farmer that owned the house and the windmill. Once Gunner actually attempted to enter the windmill, the ruse was over and the quote unquote farmer and the repairman both went to attack you with the latter's veins growing black and his skin blistering and steaming, much like you had seen on the serving girl the day before. Vez and Theo both knocked out the farmer pretty quickly, um, knocked him unconscious so you could interrogate him later, but then the repairman retaliated by smashing Jasper in the head with a brick and removing him from the fight. So that is where we are going to jump right back into things at the top of the order with Janelle. So what is Vez going to do? Well, she's really getting pretty good at smacking people with her quarterstaff. So I think we're going to continue to do that. All right. So this big hulking monster man is roaring in fear and pain while he's also swinging bricks at you guys. 
Yeah, like I said, she's just gotten to the point, I think, where she's just angry and fed up with it, so... Two hands. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Let's see. That's gonna be a 12. Uh, 12 is actually going to match his AC. Oh, well, that's a nice surprise. No, he's not, re- he's not really wearing any armor. It's just ec- he has extra protection from his uh, big bulky muscles now. That is going to be 12. <laughs> Very consistent. <laughs> 12 points of damage? Yeah, that was a 7 on my uh, D8. Or no, not, sorry, 10, 10. I'm getting really excited. I'm doing the wrong <laughs> modifiers. <laughs> 10, 10 damage. Yeah, so you get a nice, strong hit on him, and it uh, bops him in the stomach. That's a word, right? Yep. Yep. Thops him in the stomach, and uh, your staff almost breaks from hitting his rock-hard abs. But it did some damage. It looks like it's probably going to bruise up a little bit before it gets healed. Yeah, I mean, she's going to punch. Punch him. Okay. Unarmed strike. Ooh. Well, that was an 18 on the die. Oh, my gosh. That's definitely a hit. Let's do a thing. Uh, and that's gonna be seven. Yep, because that was max damage. Are you punch him right in the face and you break his nose? She's angry. Angry girl. (laughs) So when you break his nose, this dark, like, almost blackish red uh, liquid is flowing from his body. Like I said before, it, it almost looks like a black oil that's immiscible with the blood. Definitely taking note, but her turn is done. She doesn't feel like he looks damaged quite enough to blow up. So we're going to go on to Gunner. What's Gunner going to do? Gunner is going to... He's going to sidestep to be able to uh, try and see the man, this gross giant monster of a man over uh, Jasper's unconscious body. And he's going to look down at Jasper and he says, Come on! get up and the get up really lingers like he has sewed some magic into it and he cast again the healing word nice and jasper you're going to get five hit points all right so that that dent in jasper's head clunks back out and uh his robotic eyes glow again and uh uh then gunner looks at the big monster repair man he says well, you look like a, a shit brick house. Yeah. <laughs> and he cast Vicious Mockery. Wow. <laughs> oh okay, he just goes, Aah! and uh, he gets a 13. Ah, that'll match. Didn't. <laughs> Maybe he didn't get it. Gunner's like, no, because it's supposed to be brick. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> he throws the brick at you. It doesn't go anywhere near hitting you, but he's just like, Aah! Ah, oh, oh. oh my, such could have hurt me. <laughs> and that's his turn. All right, Aegon. Okay. I think that Aegon is just going to start blasting, you know? <laughs> so anyway, I just start blasting. All right. Just start a blast. Uh, yeah, so he's going to fire. He's going to level his rod once again and fire an Eldritch Blast at the uh, repairman this time and... I think uh, from where he's standing, he's going to be shooting through vests. Yes, so the yes. repairman's going to have uh, some cover, so he's going to get a plus two to his AC. So I will carefully aim my shot so as not to hit my ally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that comes out to be an 18 to hit. That will hit. Good stuff. We'll deal uh, four force damage from that. All right, so your blast hits him right in the chest, and you hear a kind of a dull thud, but it's not, like, as dull as it should have been. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a little more solid. And that is the extent of my turn. All right, so then we are on to Fio. Knowing what happened last time, he's going to call out to 2 to have him... Uh, stay and and just try to hide 
in a way, just to kind of get away from this thing, because you know how bad it's going to end, but they're surrounding him, so he doesn't feel like he needs Tuo's help at this point. So he's going to look over to Tuo and say, Vera! Ochi! Kidavo! And he's going to just have him go back and, and go near Aiga. Okay, you're going get to him, get him away so when this guy blows up, he's not going to take your dog with him. Right, yeah. And then um, when Fio turns back to this guy, you said, can, can he see the same kind of concern that he saw in the, ma- in the uh, barmaid's eyes? Yeah, this guy, this guy still, like, he looks like he's acting against his own will. So like, even though he's roaring at you and his face is contorted with rage and, like, anger, his eyes, like, he looks terrified and in agony. Okay. I think then what Fio's going to do is he's going to recklessly attack again, but he's going to continue his non-lethal attacks because he thinks maybe if he can get this guy to just take a chill pill or take a nap or something, <laughs> maybe they can figure something out because he, he thinks that, one, blowing up is a bad idea. But then also, it doesn't seem like he's trying to do this, and, and maybe if consciousness gets reset, he can help this. So he's just going to swing at him recklessly and try to take him out non-lethally. Okay. Advantage. No, I forget. Are you raging, AJ? I don't remember if you said it so last episode. No, not currently. Not okay. Currently. So it's a 10, and the next one is a 16 plus 4. So that's 20 total to hit. A 20 will hit, yes. <laughs> okay. And then again, non lethal, so you're just trying to hit him with the broadside of his axe. That is a 6 plus 2, it's another 8 damage. All right, so you swing and you just thud right into him and doesn't do a whole lot. That's what you All right, so now the, I'm gonna just keep calling him the repair man. So now the repair man <laughs> is gonna turn around uh, towards Fio and he's gonna let out another angry roar and he's gonna grab another brick off the ground here and he's gonna charge forward and he's gonna try to bash you. So he has advantage since you recklessly attacked. So that is a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Right, he's gonna bash you for nine bludgeoning damage. So smacks you like, if you were a smaller man, you would have gone down because he smacks you in the side of the head with the brick, but you just shake it off because you're a tank. But then he's gonna try to hit you with the brick again. And that is a critical hit. Oh crap. That was a natural 20. Yeah, I'll probably hit, huh? So I'm gonna roll two dice for his brick attack. Good knowing you, and AJ. I rolled really bad. No, just <laughs> I kidding. Rolled, I rolled right about average what I would have rolled with a single die. So that's oh. only going to be eight bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. So fate steps in, and you see this brick coming towards you. You think it's going to smash your head in, but then he stumbles a little bit over uh, Farmer Trevor and kind of stumbles, and he loses some of the power in his second swing. But he still gets a good knock on your noggin. So now you're standing there, you've got blood trickling down your face, and the guy's roaring angrily. And I keep forgetting to do this at the beginning of his turn, but he's gonna get his, he's gonna heal his five hit points from his overdrive healing as his skin begins to like burn and blister and steam again. So now we're on to Jasper. Jasper is laying down on the ground because he has not gotten up yet. What is he gonna do, Nate? Jasper just opens his eyes smiles for a second says maybe one day and he just uses his action to basically just walk away a little bit because he does not want to kaboom okay so, so you, 15 are you feet away up? yes okay so remember if you take your movement to stand up it's half your movement yep and are you taking the disengage action yep okay so you make efforts to make sure he doesn't get to swing at you when you move away Puts his hand on gutter. He's like, get him. (laughs) (laughs) By me, you 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 were doing great. Why did you come back? (laughs) Just just kidding. Just a joke. Looks at you with a little smile and goes, yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, you you smile, but like the right side of your head isn't functioning properly because of the the smack. (laughs) Oh no. So it's like a half smile, and then the other part just like wiggles a little bit. So we're on to Vez. Back at it again. Swinging her staff. 
She, yeah, she's not as nice as Fio is right now. She's just angry, very mad. So she's just going at it. Momentarily, I don't know if she just doesn't remember that he'll explode or what, but anger has sort of overtaken her mind. <laughs> That's an 18 on the dice again. Oh my God, Janelle. See, I told you, stop loading your dice. <laughs> All Dang, right, girl. That, that's a hit. E, and that is not as good. I should have loaded these dice and not the other one. No, um, <laughs> that is seven damage. Seven damage, okay. And then punching, more punching. All the punching. <laughs> uh, that's 10, so that's ain't, ain't gonna do it. That is not gonna do it, that one's gonna miss. So you launch in, you smack him with your quarter staff right in the the knee, and feel like again you swung so hard. If it was a lesser man, it would have broken his knee, but not this guy. Uh, she's not moving away. She's gonna keep going until she feels impending doom, but that's not quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're on to Gunner. Okay. Question. Answer. How sturdy does this windmill look? Oh, no. <laughs> um, Don't. It looks reasonably sturdy. If you could deal a lot of damage to it, then you could probably do something. And it can't hear you. You can't say mean things and make it fall over. <laughs> oh, I was thinking. Your mother was a sawmill. Well, okay, so I guess there are a couple problems with this. Well, I'll tell you what I'd like to do. What I'd like to do is I'd like to run up and I'd like to thunder wave him, but I'd like to hold, or I'd like to prepare an action to do so after Fio's turn. That assumes Fio moves out of the way, <laughs> but then I would also kill the farmer. So I, I think Gunner is just thinking like he's playing the the plan out in his mind, and it's like uh, everybody's little stick figures, and he's thinking like running up, boom, shakalaka. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll kill too many people, and I'll, I'll break things. Um, um. Oh, I don't want to do it. Okay. Uh, and Gunner pulls out a second short sword, and he runs in. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he's like half looking at the he's not even looking at the enemy directly he's just kind of like spinning and he's like I hope this works <laughs> um, but he uh, you know he's still pretty good with the short sword so that's still a 13 a 13 will hit yeah okay he gets a nice cut that's uh maybe he uh, stabs him in the thigh for 8 piercing damage oh my gosh you get a like, stab him right in the thigh and again this blood and like blackish material mixture just pours out and he roars in pain um yeah and then he's gonna whirl around for a second attack his bonus action his offhand short sword and that's also going to be a 13 to hit okay so that is two piercing damage all right that one's just probably a, a light slash across the chest just kind of, eh, don't hurt me. <laughs> so when you do that, you slash him across the chest and his like shirt kind of swings open. And you can see the wound is already like starting to seal up. But now that his like chest is exposed, you can see there is some very prominent scarring going down the middle of his sternum and then occasionally branching off at different intervals down his chest. And it's weird that that scarring would be there considering his tremendous healing ability. Gunner notices this and he looks up at him and he says, Uh, whatever happens, you're still a shitty repairman. <laughs> Ouch. No, he's a windmill repairman. Well, shitty repairman regardless. He doesn't do any work. <laughs> I thought you said city repairman. He did say, oh, <laughs> to all the city repairmen at home, we're so sorry. Joel didn't mean it. Maybe he did, but I don't mean it. I don't think that. He does not. He does not represent the opinions of the rest of the group. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, it's the planners that are the problem. Oh god. Okay. Oh god. All right, here. Come on, we're, we may have to work with these people someday. Let's not insult them. Okay, so moving on. 
It is Aegon's turn. Uh, yeah, and I think Aegon's going to try to step in a better position so that he's not firing around his allies. He's going to mm-hmm. walk south a few feet, and then he's going to, once again, attempt to hit the repairman with an Eldritch Blast. All right. We shall see. That's 21 to hit. That will hit, yes. Good stuff. And that will be a total of seven force damage. All right, so you blast him right in his exposed chest, and you see it, like, cave in from the force of the blast, but then it starts to, like, push itself out and repair the wound. That's still a pretty sizable chunk. He does, he's not looking too good now. Uh, and that's my turn. Okay, so we are going to move on to Theo now. So what's Fio's plan? I know you said you kind of want to go non-lethal. Are you still doing that, or are you going to try to kill now? No, especially now he, he sees his opportunity to take this guy out. He's not paying attention. He's, he's wavering a bit. He looks like he's low, and uh, he's going to hold his hand back to 2-0 to say, hold back. And he's going to say, I'm going to save you! And he's going to recklessly attack this guy again, just trying to clobber him in the jaw with the, with the blunt end. Of the uh, of the as great axe that he has, what a hero! Because <laughs> that's what heroes do. <laughs> okay, that is a, a sixteen to hit. That will hit, AJ. Here we go. Please be enough. Jasper pulls out his pom poms. <laughs> <laughs> he just has them like inserted in his arms, so they just pop out. Go, go, Theo. You can't do it. No one can. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a three on the die, but I get a plus two. Is five damage enough? No. No. You, can, that was not enough. He is so close. Oh. You swing Failure. and try to knock him out, and you glance his head. If you oh. had been a little more on shot, it would have taken him down. But no, he whirls and he looks up at you in anger. GG guys, it's over. Theo failed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, he's gonna look back to the guy and say, "We can do this. He's still conscious of his actions. He, he maybe we can reset him or something, like, like Jasper." Jasper just looks and says, "A hard reset. We'll just turn him off." Factory reset. Yeah. <laughs> G- Gunner has this like serious look in his eye, and he's holding a short sword up to his face. He says, "Yes, I'll turn him off permanently." <laughs> Is that loud enough for Vez to hear? Is that to him? <laughs> I think Vez hears it. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Look." laughs> no. She, she like does that slow glance over to to him. Yeah. And if he were, yeah. Although she's kind of. This is the one moment where I feel like they're sort of on the same page. Oh no. Yeah, it's not a good time. All right. Well, this guy's now going to try to brick Theo in the head again with his brick. <laughs> So the repairman's going to swing. That's going to be a 21 to hit you, Theo. Oh, that'll hit. Ooh, there we go. That's going to be nine bludgeoning damage to you. Oh, no. I'm still up, but just barely. Well, he's going to swing with his second attack now. And he still has advantage because you recklessly attacked. Oh, no. That was only going to be a 13. Oh, damn. 13 matches. Oh, Oh, AJ. AJ, how does that match? (laughs) Buy some good armor. I have better. Well, okay. So that's going to be 10 bludgeoning damage to you. He's, he's down for the count. So yeah, he smacks you hard. Like you feel like your jaw dislocate as you lose consciousness and you go down. All right, Jasper, it is your turn. Jasper just thinks back to his youth and just calmly says to himself, don't think it's quite time for me yet. However... I think it might be your time. He just mumbles to himself. And he just, eyes grow black and he just casts magic missile. And he was talking to Theo there, right? (laughs) Oh no! Three instances of attack. So does uh, Theo just auto-die? Oh Oh, no! You're a monster. I'm feeling generous, Theo. I'm only going to send two at you and one at the enemy. Alright, so I'll cast three magic missiles at the uh, repairman, and these black little voided eyes just appear all of a sudden from my hand and just streak these black marks across as they fly to hit it. 
Okay, so they streak towards them. Give me that damage. That's uh, 15 damage. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, you rolled maximum on your 3d4s. Oh Jasper's my a little upset. Just a little. <laughs> All right, so yeah, they streak towards them and pow, one right in the sternum. Pow, one right behind that. And then it bursts open his chest and then pow, the last one hits him right in the exposed uh, flesh. And then the guy lets out one last roar and then his body begins to glow from inside and he explodes into a fireball. Here we go. Sorry, AJ. So everyone, so let's see, this would be Vez, Gunner, and Theo. Don't forget the guy that's unconscious. Oh, he fails, so he's dead. Good old Farmer Farmer Trevor is dead. Jasper two, party less than two. Jasper, yeah, Jasper is not within 10 feet, so. I meant kill count. Oh. Oh. So what did everyone get for their deck saves? 21. 10, do I have to, wait, do I have to use it now if I want to use my inspiration? Yeah, you can use it. You can use it now. Like, I'll let you know that you failed. Does a ten fail? Yes, a ten fails. Okay, I'm gonna try again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna you, you use your inspiration right off the bat. I mean, might as well. <laughs> ah, that was much better. Okay, that's a, that'll be a sixteen. Okay, uh, Theo, I also need you to give me a deck save. Oh wait, it's a zero because you're unconscious. Oh, oh no. okay. I gotcha. Jasper <laughs> 3? Wait, was that your plan all along? I thought you just forgot. No, that was my plan all along. God dang it. All right, now you just have to deal 27 damage, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and Jasper, <laughs> you're not close enough, so you don't need to roll. Oh, I'm at the kill count. Jasper 3? You're still <laughs> on that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so that would have been 15 fire damage to all of you. Theo has fire resistance, so he takes half as well. So all of you only take seven fire damage from the explosion. You know, I'm really glad that I used that because I definitely would have gone down. Oh, okay, well, awesome. That you didn't go down. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the, the blast annihilates the repairman. So he's just like a horribly burnt corpse now. It also incinerates Farmer Trevor, who likewise is now an unidentifiable burned corpse. And it also catches the veins of the windmill on fire. So now there's a burning, the burning blades of the windmill are turning (laughs) as you guys are recovering from this fight. You're just terrible. (laughs) Property damage maximum. So now we're on to you, Vez. Uh, Theo is on the ground and Looks like he has a very bad concussion. You've had plenty of experience with those. They're not pleasant. But Josh, a quick point of clarification. Since I took damage after I was down, do I automatically fail a death save? That is correct. AJ, no, you take an inspiration too for reminding me of that. Yeah, since you took damage, you do automatically fail a death save. So yeah, you're one in the hole. Okay, thank you. May I have another? Okay, so Vez, you're next. So are you, what are you going to do? So since Vez has no healing abilities and uh, after her panicked moss gathering and seeing as there's no moss, she's going to leave that to everybody else who can heal except for her. Um, and she's actually going to go a little bit uh, north, like east-ish towards this windmill door and actually go and open it and look inside. Okay, I will describe what you see in just a second because I want to see what happens with Theo. And then I'll jump right back to you, Janelle. Sounds good. So Gunner, are you going to do anything? Yeah, Gunner's going to sigh and be like, Theo, well, I did it for everyone else. I might as well Oh, save you. Come on, buddy. Get up. And and the get up kind of lingers. Kind of, It's kind of got that stank on it. Oh, I, I love how you're like the least charismatic bard I've ever seen. <laughs> no, my sarcasm 
I, I, I have uh, <laughs> I don't have a charisma course. I do not have a charisma score. I have a sarcasm score, which <laughs> Gunner is a special type of bard that works off of sarcasm. So it makes a lot of sense. I'll look that up. Yeah, uh, it's it's in one of the books, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, uh, AJ, I cast Healing Word, and you get man, this D4 needs to go in the trash. Uh, minimum, but it's still four hit points. And now I'm out of spell slots. All right, so you <sighs> use Healing Word. He sits up, and his jaw snaps back into place. It's no longer dislocated. Oh. oh. I don't That's not dislocated that. his jaw. No, I know, but just, like, the image of him, like, sitting up and his... <laughs> right back <laughs> into place. I think Gunner faints when he sees that. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so that has been taken care of. So now Theo is no longer dying. You guys are left with the two burned corpses and Vez is peeking into the windmill. So Vez, you look into the windmill. It's a pretty standard windmill. It's got the grindstone in the center attached to the pole that goes to the top to connect the vein so that it can turn based on the wind power. But when you step in, you notice there's a small hole dug into the back of the windmill like the main building, like in the dirt floor, there's a hole and not like a hole at the bottom. It's like a hole that drops down into an open space beneath. Guys, I think there's something underneath the windmill. There's a hole back in here. <laughs> what? What? How, how long? What? Gonna, oh, you just dropped when you saw his jaw pop back into place. You're fine. Oh, man. What, what, what is it you see? A, a, a whole lot of what? No, just just a hole that drops down. Just a hole. Into the ground that drops like below, like a basement. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't look like someone dug it to make a basement though. It looks like a hole that is not supposed to be there. By this point, Tuo's ran over to Theo trying to lick him back to health, and and Theo's trying to gather himself to figure out what what happened. Glassy saw he was standing up, and then he wasn't. <laughs> the cat's also calmed down, and it's uh, it's rubbing up against Jasper. Let's do this, Master. We have to go dispose of the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, point of order: How on fire is the windmill? <laughs> um, no, the, the it's probably gone out by now because it was just the veins. Oh, okay, I didn't and know if they reached the being turned by the wind. They're probably out. Okay. They look they look pretty bad now. They're kind of blackened and burned. Okay, so it's not gonna like fall apart and kill us. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Theo is just going to crawl over to the bodies and and try to check their pulse, <laughs> not really expecting anything, but just trying best he can. And just he's so disheartened at, at what happened. He was trying his best to save both of them, and they both died anyways. And he's just he's just beside himself. He doesn't know what to do. Um. Actually, I, I would like uh, Aegon to give me a perception check really quick, since you're near the farmhouse. Okie dokie. That's pretty good for a perception check for me. That's an uh, 18. Okay. So you're looking around, and just on an instinct, you look back as a movement catches your eye, and you see through the window of the farmhouse an indistinct humanoid shape like a, a person in the farmhouse watching you. Mm. And as soon as you wheel around and look at it, they just disappear. Like they don't turn and run. They just, their silhouette disappears. Okay. Jasper. Yes. He didn't, uh, his eyes, they were like the barmaids. They didn't, they seemed scared. I didn't see it before, and I, I was trying to save him, and I, I couldn't. You did the best you could. Be happy and proud. I will take care of this. And Jasper just kicks the body. What are you doing? Woof. <laughs> 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 oh my god! See, so, yeah, you kick, you kick the body of the uh, farmer Return. Trevor, and when you do, his uh, burned up money sack breaks open, and fifty gold pieces comes spilling out of his money pack. Jasper, what are you doing? Have some decency. I just... You just don't understand, Jasper. Just back off, would you? 
and he's going to try to drag the bodies back a little bit away from Jasper, and he's just he's just going to sit down, just trying to figure out what he's going to do next. You can see he's really upset by this for some reason. He's, he's really taking it to heart. Did I hear gold over there? <laughs> but, but was there gold? I, I, I heard the clingy clang. Sorry, that was my foot you probably heard. Mm. I don't think so. Are you ho- are you holding out? Why would I have need for money? You know, that is a fair point. Your face is practically like entirely gold, so I shouldn't I shouldn't jump to things like that. I'm I'm sorry for my aggression. Secretly Jasper hoards gold to smelt into his armor. <laughs> <laughs> Gunner trust him though, so. Well, so did Jasper actually take all the gold or no? Uh, Jasper doesn't really give two shits about the gold. He's oh, okay. just, for some reason, enraged at the, the guy that exploded. Okay, then in that case, Fio stands up, and he just gives a really dirty look to Gunner. And then he looks down at the gold, picks up a few, and tosses them over to Gunner's feet. There! That's the gold! Are you happy? <laughs> Gunner, Gunner's just counting, like... Well, I will be once I know. What? I want to know how many are here. Take a hint. And he he finally looks at Gunner, or other one, the other Fio. Gunner finally looks at (laughs) Fio, I I hope. And you can just see how upset Fio is at Gunner. He's just, he's angry. He's he's redder than normal. And he just, he's clenching his hands and he doesn't know what to do with them. Gunner looks over at Fio and he says, look, if it makes you upset, I won't hold on to the money. At some point, we have to finance our little venture. Gunner, that's not the point. Two people are dead because we didn't realize what was happening and they blew up. That's not cool. I don't care about the money. People have died. This time because of us. Last time it was a surprise. They attacked us. They, I guess now too, but like, we knew what could happen and they both died. And... I can't... I was a part of that. I've never lost people like this. It's not the same, and I just... He just turns around and walks away. Oh. Okay, so he's already gone? Yeah. He just, he's just trying to cool off now. Alrighty, the bodies are now Jaspers. Oh my god, <laughs> you fucking vulture. I, 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 th- I think Gunner kind of maybe, maybe puts his hand on uh, Jasper's shoulder and says... Um, maybe timing isn't your strong suit. I, I know that's rich coming from me, but uh, <laughs> m- maybe we let them kind of figure some things out before we... The bodies will cause problems if they are seen. Whether it is right or wrong, it is the best course of action right now. Okay, but at least be, at least be, please. Plenty Jasper, of people die every day. No, Hundreds. but just... Just be a little, just a little gentle. Don't just oh, w- w- watch this. And and Gunner tries to like very carefully like pick up the. Well, f- first he touches the repairman to see if he's hot. Like if he's too hot to pick up. Oh, no, he, he is. he's cool down. He's cool down. I, I knew one of you was gonna say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he says, "Look l- l- like this." And he tries to like very carefully like uh like pick up the repairman. And, like, <laughs> His arm he, falls off. No, no, no oh God. I, I, I was. Oh, it does it. No, no, I'm kidding. No, I, I was gonna say he like stumbles back on a rock and he like accidentally ends up just chucking it backwards. Like, oh no, that that wasn't what I meant. Oh no, oh no, oh that isn't what I meant at all. Oh, maybe I am bad at this hero thing. Why? Oh, she Vez peeks around the the corner ish thing of the windmill. Why are we throwing the bodies? What <laughs> no. in God's green earth are you doing? No, I They're just... They're dead, I... but it doesn't mean you get to be disrespectful and throw them. No, th- th- that's not what f- what this is. No, Theo, you can watch... Oh, shit. Um... Jasper just looks down in disappointment. It's not nice to desecrate bodies. <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> is happening <laughs> you're a monster you're a monster gunner even uh, jasper says so why do i even try <laughs> at least jasper is scientific with what he does 
Gunner just has this look on his face like, uh, I can't win. And uh and I, I think he I think he walks towards uh I think he walks towards Fio. Okay, uh Joel, did you have anything you wanted to say? You've been a little quiet. Nope. I didn't know if you were waiting for a Okay, so you're good. You're not gonna bless the bodies or anything. Well, I will now. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> after Gunner suplex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, so Aegon, I think after after Gunner leaves, he approaches the bodies in Jasper and says, If you wouldn't mind, I'd at least like to give them their final rights before uh, before you do anything with the bodies. He just stands up and looks at you. I'll take that as a yes, then. Uh, yeah, and he, <laughs> he just stands over the bodies and gives them the... The classic church final rites, you know. Yeah, we all know those classic church final rites. Yeah, yeah. Just some sprinkles of holy water, a prayer of passing. Yeah, except instead of holy water, they use Parmesan in in this church, right? (laughs) (laughs) Don't write my lore. Mamma mia. I'm not allowed to write all the lore. Oh. I gotta throw away. <laughs> um, of you. I gotta throw away like oh. twenty pages of work right now. Then. Oh. oh no. No, you sprinkle some holy water. You say some prayers, and then you give a final blessing, as is tradition. All right. So we'll move over to Theo and Gunner. Theo is very angry. He's pacing around. Uh, how far away did you like leave? Leave, or are you just at like a distance? Oh no, he probably walked like twenty, thirty feet away just to get away from people i guess in this case specifically gunner at this point since he's the cause of aggravation um and i think gunner kind of just slowly approaches and he tries to kind of i don't think gunner really knows how to handle this situation so i think he kind of like tiptoes behind fio and tries to like tap on his shoulder like um fio ah! and like swings back and almost like back backhand you don't sneak up on people I just went unconscious from someone hitting me and Gunner what are you doing what do you want I um I wanted to (sighs) you can do this Gunner come on I wanted to I wanted to (laughs) apologize <laughs> I wanted to apologize for what I said, and I was wrong. <clears throat> there, I said it. I I was wrong. You were right. I shouldn't. I should have been more focused on the people who were hurt. Uh, despite the fact they are gross monsters. And I shouldn't have been worried about our finances. That is my bad. Gunner, I don't really know you. We work together in the same butchery, and we get along most of the time. But I don't think you know me either. And it's just... Do you do this? Do you do this before we met up? I mean, do you just do this adventuring stuff? I've never been outside my town before, and... This is new. Is this just what happens? And you can see now he's he's less angry and he's more just distraught and he's he's confused and he just looks like he's hurt. Not just physically, he's, he's mentally just not able to figure this one out. Feel, feel. Listen. Um Yes, I did some work before doing this that was a long time ago but sometimes things don't go the way you want them to and in in my experience in this line of work rarely do they ever go the way you want them to but the point is is that you have to keep trying anyway you have to keep hope for you because if if you give up on these people and he gestures over to the bodies <laughs> Sorry. Then most of the people in the town are already dead. No one can save them if we give up now. Do you want all those other people to get hurt for you? No, it just it seems like you guys did. I was trying to save them and then 
Some something happened. I don't know what happened. I went down, and then the one guy died. I, I look at the scorch marks. It looks like he blew up again, and we knew that was going to happen. Yes, well, he did. Uh, admittedly, I we all got a little bit angry because we were upset, or at least I was, that he um, he almost brained you, like your like the backside of your head was almost on the ground, but not with the rest of you. If 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 you know what I mean. Is that what happened? Huh. Yes, Fio. That explains why my jaw really hurts. Oh, yes. that That's a horrifying thing we will talk about later, but yes, <laughs> uh, thank God your jaw is back in place. Listen, you're not always going to... These people won't always make it, and unfortunately, some people already have had things happen to them that... I mean, this is the end result eyes away. At the, at, at the very least, you can be happy that they're not in pain any longer. Yeah. I know you want to be a hero, Theo, and you want to save everyone. But unfortunately, this game works like scales, and it doesn't always tip in the right direction for all people. Now, these people need a hero, and I, I think I know the, just the fire genasi for the job. But uh, Greg is out of town, so I think you would. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and Gunnar kind of gives this this wink and this smile like, ah, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> For a split second, Fio's very confused. He didn't think there was... Ma- he, it's like, just, what? They realizes it. It's, oh! I, I get it! <laughs> yes, it's it's a it's, joke. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Uh, All right, you so... You don't know a Greg. So we're going to move over to Vez now. Um, you're still investigating the inside of the windmill and a master the cat comes up behind you and just when he's about to enter into the windmill, he stops and like arches his back and his hair goes on end and he uh, hisses and then darts away and doesn't go inside the windmill. Jasper, Aogon, whenever you are done giving the... Poor unfortunate souls, their blessings and burial. I would like someone else to come over here with me because Master just got very upset when he attempted to enter the windmill. And that's not a good sign because the animals always seem to know when something wrong is going on. Of course, I, I can come over right now. We, we just finished up here. And Aegon uh, will go over to Vez and also say... You're also looking a, a bit worse for the wear. And he'll cast heal, uh, Cure Wounds on her. She will heal. Ten hit points. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> she, ex- is it like a blessing or do you like touch her forehead? How does that work? Uh, yeah, he basically like touches her wounds and there's a nice soothing light and a a warm feeling and then they're much better than they were before yeah like your burns disappear for the most part you know Aegon's pretty good about it so burns are almost invisible now probably no lasting scarring you know the small cut on your cheek from the dagger heals up so it's no longer there thank you Aegon I really appreciate that I feel much better. Do you want to go inside? Do you think that we should? It, it wouldn't hurt to have a, a look, but perhaps we should refrain from going too far until our friends over there are ready. Yeah, I'm definitely not going down in the hole yet. Just do you want to, like, open the door all the way and step in, or should we wait? I, I think it, it wouldn't hurt to take a look. So she opens the door all the way now for everybody and steps over to the other side so they can come closer and also be able to look in. And can she do a, would it be perception or investigation to check for traps? Uh, This would be a uh, perception check. She's going to do that. That's five. Okay, so you don't notice any traps. Do you all see anything that looks fishy? I don't, but I don't know. It did scare Master away, which makes me hesitate. 
I would imagine that the cat would be more afraid of some kind of creature that was in there rather than any traps. That's fair. Um, Jasper, can you yell at the boys and have them come back? I think maybe they're having a moment, but we really need them to focus. <laughs> it is true brotherly love I see over there. You just hear a booming voice just say, Hey guys, we need you to come over here and assist us. We need your strength and your courage. I wouldn't call that booming. It probably, it probably sounds more like what you'd hear in the subway. It's just loud and piercing, less booming. <laughs> Oh, yes, we'll be over in a second. All right, Theo, let's uh, let's go join the others, okay? And we move, and we scooch our booties on over there. And when Theo gets there, Aegon will tend to his wounds as well with my last spell slot. Aegon, I'm okay. I have make it. You you don't look okay to, to me. No, really, I'll be fine. We'll make we make it back to the city. You we look worse than help. usual, in fact. <laughs> I'm gonna be blunt about it. Uh, yeah, it almost so. looks like you took an arrow to the knee. No. You'll you'll heal for nine. So yeah, some more of the bruising on your head kind of disappears, and you feel like a weird twinging feeling in your head, and you don't realize, like at the time, you don't realize that that's your skull knitting itself back together. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. Oh. Got a bit more than just a concussion. <laughs> oh, crack, crack skull, yeah. Yeah. Guess that makes sense with a brick to the face. The concussion's gone, so like the the fuzziness in your head also disappears. And Gunner, you see his eyes. They're the pupils are different sizes, but then they equalize, so they're both the same now. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> concussion mm. jokes are the best. <laughs> a lot of them. Well. Let's, uh, do you want to look in that hole? I want to. I want to know what that stupid repairman was hiding. (laughs) Vez goes in and slowly starts making her way towards the hole in the back. Okay. So nothing happens. There are no traps. I know you were scared of that, but you walk in and you, you can walk straight up to this hole. It's about three feet wide. And it just drops down into the dark below. It's kind of dim in the windmill because there are no other lights lit. So you can't tell like if there's anything at the bottom or even how deep it is. Can I take a look? I, so I have devil sight so I can see normally in darkness up to 120 feet. Oh, okay. So you look down and the hole goes down about 10 feet. And uh, you can see a you can see an ancient looking stone tile floor underneath. Mm. And in fact, you look around the edges of the hole and the hole itself only goes about three feet down through the dirt before you see like the rocky protrusions of some sort of structure about three feet down. So this hole seems to lead to some old underground stone structure. Mm. And you can't see much, but like it, it, you can see one of the walls. So it looks like it's almost uh, like a small, like five foot wide room or hallway that you're looking down into. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll relay that information to the rest of the party. Is uh, is everyone going into the windmill? Uh, no, Fia's going to hang back and just kind of watch outside. Jasper will just quickly walk up to you and say, It sounds like you have a lot of things to say, but little were said at the time. If you wish to discuss things with me, we can do it some other time. Thank you, Jasper. I, I appreciate that, but I'm okay for now. Uh, maybe maybe I'll, I will take you up on that later. Of course. So do we ever get the bag of gold? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, to answer your question, Daniel, yes, you guys do have 50 gold pieces to split among yourselves. <laughs> your choice is that is, not, that is not a small sum. I'll, I'll drive that in. Like, 50 gold mm-hmm. pieces is a large sum for a uh, farmer with a knife to be carrying around. Yeah, I don't buy that he was a real farmer. 
Especially, I think the 50 gold pieces even drives that point home even more. Gunner's like, mm, that's not a farmer. No, it's a person who was a rich nobleman that decided to live a simple life as a farmer. <laughs> yep, figured it out. It's okay, Josh, you can rewrite your story now. <laughs> no, I, I, w- I won't, I'm good. Okay, so you guys are all gathering into the windmill except for Fio, correct? So what do we want to do? Because I know a lot of us are okay, but not exactly in the best shape overall. And I don't know if this is a room or if this is going to be a much bigger thing. And my guess, with all the weird stuff going on, it's going to be a much bigger thing. But I also don't know if we have them by surprise right now or if we're about to walk in and get ourselves murdered. Thoughts? I'm certainly also wary of going down there right now, at least. Well, um, yes. Did anyone find anything else weird uh, around here? I, I, I certainly haven't seen anything other than this. Oh, that that reminds me. I I thought I saw something over in the farmhouse over there, but it disappeared whenever I took a closer look. It was odd, though. I I was sure it was uh, a person. Inside of the farmhouse? How big was the person? Person Person-sized. Oh, that's big. We, We should look over there. I agree. I think that maybe maybe we spend some time in the farmhouse. Maybe that's where we camp for the night, and we can also, you know, keep watch on the windmill and see if there's any suspicious activity that occurs. Yeah, Vez, Vez says camp for the night, and then she walks out into the noon sun. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, we can um, still hang around here for <laughs> a while, you know? Just do, just do the, the Skyrim, just set your wait time just wait in the snow for 12 hours pretty much yeah i i kind of want to go back and talk to steven he's he's a cool guy and, and he i think he'd understand and maybe he could give us some help and, and maybe we have to do this alone are you sure that he's not one of them Theo? Uh, no but i mean he seemed like a good guy right i mean yes but also we keep bringing back dead bodies and it's kind of suspicious if I'm just going to say it out loud. Okay, but we should probably bury these two gentlemen here. But wait, they wanted the bodies before. I, I'm confused. Why aren't we trying to find the person in the farmhouse? There, there might be someone in there. Yeah, let's do that first and then figure out where we want to go from there. Does that right. sound okay? You guys could go talk to a cobbler. No, Mez looks at him weird. <laughs> my feet are fine. I don't know why I... Jasper, I appreciate the concern, but there might be a person right over there. I don't need new shoes. Jasper, did you talk to a cobbler? Well, of course I did. <laughs> he was one of the people that disappeared. Well, how did you talk to him? With my words. He wasn't with us when we fought the cockatrice. He also... Did his own thing. I decided to go about and gather information as we were lacking too much. From there, there's a mysterious well that seems to be a place where people disappear and a cobbler that's come back. His mind is completely shattered. He does not seem to have a basic grasp on the things he does. Clearly a front for something. No one dares to mention it really or go talk to him in general. And lastly, we have something of Farmer Rolf's. Something to show that if we really do find the real him, and Jasper pulls out the wedding ring, this is his wedding ring. It seems that he was going to propose soon. He was already married. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like the scheming, Nate, um, but I, I think he's already married. Although I will say, it would be weird... That that was left in the stall. He didn't want to dirty his ring, so he took it off <laughs> for me to find. <laughs> That's what it was. There you go. Yeah. Boom. Mind blown. So if we go back to town, 
we've got some more things we can look into. Yes, I I think that is a good idea. As long as we go see the person that is probably hiding out in that farmhouse. <laughs> I won't drop it they're probably going to run away honestly I think that sounds fair the farmhouse and then town yeah alright so you guys get yourselves ready and you exit the windmill and you begin the very short 30 foot walk (laughs) to the farmhouse We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. Some of the background music and ambience in this episode is from Sirenscape. Enhance your gaming table at sirenscape.com. The song Salt Marsh is from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash nc dash nd slash 4.0.